You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and it is the last week of June. I do not understand why these days are going so fast. Life really needs to slow down. But it is on the, we're on the verge of a holiday weekend here in the U.S. Fourth of July is coming. It is the last day of the month, which means like the end of month hustle is on. And today I have got to share with you something like a recording from a team call. So we're kind of doing this totally different. So my podcast today um, is actually a, a coach. So it's a team Beachbody coach. Her name is Carrie Schneider. She is currently ranked number seven in the team Beachbody coaching network. I'm going to actually do a formal intro, but the reason that I decided to make this a podcast episode is because what she's about to talk about in this call can be relatable to any business that you run. Whether you are a an Etsy shop or you own a boutique or you are in the online marketing space, retail, her pod, like what we're about to talk about in this team call is all about getting down and dirty and creating relationships and connections with people. And it's so applicable. And I know that a lot of her story I see myself in. I see, you know, little old Melanie getting ready to launch and grow and scale her network marketing business. And I see myself in what Carrie's doing. And I'm like, yes, that is what I did. I can remember sitting at the computer at the kitchen table and my elbows would hurt because I was in my messenger talking to people 24 seven. And I know that it is energy and momentum that allows you to build a team that allows you to build an organization that is thriving. Everything rises and falls on leadership and your action. And so today we're going to dive into this amazing conversation with Carrie. We're going to talk about it. You're going to hear some Q&A. You're going to get a little sneak peek into what it's like to be a part of even just my organization and to get a little training. So let's let's dive into this today. Let's chat. Let's hang out. Let's do my team call together. Um, and at the end, we'll recap. All right. Okay, guys, let's dive in. Um, I'd like to just kind of talk a little bit uh, about Carrie. So Carrie um, is a 10-star diamond coach and Carrie just signed up. So it wasn't this last December, but it was like the December before, right? Am I right in saying that? So it was like a little over a year ago. Um, Carrie actually lives in Western PA, um, Plum-ish area. So kind of kind of near me. I know where I know where you are from. Um, but you are not only 10 star, but you're three star in your second business center. And she's hitting SC 100 
monthly. She is um, two-star or two-time elite. So she qualified for elite in her first year in the business, which meant she went from a brand new coach to elite in 12 months. And now she's already June 29th qualified for elite um, in 2020. And she's in the top 10. So number seven, number eight, seven, seven. Okay. So number seven in the company right now, which is exciting. I love it. And honestly, it is momentum. And I know she's going to say that like it is momentum. And I know that there is no secret sauce to hard work. It is literally head down hard work. And so as you know, Carrie was on the national wake up call a few weeks ago and people are legit blowing up her DMS being like, will you talk to my team and do a team call? So it's like, all right, Carrie, let's do this team call. Let's talk about a day in the life of a top coach. And she's not going to sugarcoat it for you. Um, and it may not be what you want to hear. And you may say that sounds like a lot of work, but it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work to be a top coach. It is a lot of work to get SC 100. But I look at being like eight, nine, nine years down the road. Here's what I can tell you. The sacrifices you make today, the hard work you put into your business, the head down, blinders on, I'm going to do my business can legit change your life in ways you can never imagine. So while it may sound like hard work, can you just imagine where you could be in just a few years from now if you got disciplined where you're at today? Okay. So Carrie, we are so excited to have you as a part of the team call. I'm going to turn it over to you and let you take it away. Wow. What an introduction. And while you're typing, I'm like in my team thread telling my team, like, there's not a reason to start thinking about July if you're not done with June yet. Yes. <laughs> how, yes. How true is that? that is so freaking true. Um, even for myself, I'm only at SC 91. So I still have nine points to go and couple, just a couple days to get there. Um, so thank you guys so much for having me. I know I'm a mess. I forgot about the call. And then right before the call happened, all of my fire alarms in my house started going off. So I've been detaching fire alarms from the ceiling for the last 20 minutes. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely not a sugarcoating kind of person, nor my fancy person. I'm pretty much just like the most regular person ever. And that is something like people, you know, my Instagram's private. So if you've been trying to follow me on there, I'm not going to accept you. I'm going to keep deleting coaches out of my media every time I see them. And the reason why is because I don't like them being on there, mainly because they come up on my newsfeed then, and then I start looking at their page and reading their page. And that's just not for me. I just got to keep, keep doing what I'm doing. Um, so if you're trying to follow me, it's, it's not personal. It's just, I just want to just do my thing. Um, but I'm more than happy to, you know, talk on the team call and answer any questions you guys have. With that said, um, you know, it is a lot of work. And I remember when I very first started, you know, my business, I was on a call with people who they were saying like, well, hit success club sex and everything like that. And I'm like, that's just not going to work for me. Like $150 is just not going to work for me. I need to be able to make more money if I want to continue to stay at home with my kids. Um, and I remember seeing people who have been in the business for like years and they're like a diamond or, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's just not me. You know, if you've been in the business for a year or years uh, and you want to build the business and you're still at the same rank or you're still sitting in the same place, your business is complacent and stagnant and you need to do something about that like immediately. And I myself seen that when I came in and I was like, that is just not what I want to do. I just have to keep going, 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 going because I want to make the bonuses. Like I want, I want the bonuses that are there. Um, I'm a very money driven person. So um, I love my job. I love what I do, but I got to get my money. So um, 
that's me and like my mindset on it is just, I do not want to be a complacent person. So as far as like what I do and how I consistently move my business forward, it all kind of bases around that. Like, I don't want to be complacent mindset. Um, and so if you're a new coach and you're on this call, cause I don't know, I think it's for the whole team. Um, do not be afraid by my numbers because when I started, I want you to understand that I was working on a timer system on my kitchen stove. So like now I have a specific number that I do every single day to get me to to the numbers that I have. But when I started, it was me just never wanting to be complacent. So I started in my first month, I hit success club 18 and I was like, okay, next month I'm going for success club 30. And then I'm going to go for 50. And then I'm going to go for 60 and 70 and 80. And I still remember the day I wrote success club 50 on my paper and thought that that was a lot of numbers. Okay. Because I never wanted to be complacent. I'm the kind of person where I wake up every day to be better than I was yesterday. So my goal is naturally always going to increase. Um, so that's the first thing is just really goal setting and always having a higher goal and having your blinders on and never backing down from that goal. So like literally staying up until 1159 to hit that goal, being exhausted, making a ton of sacrifices, not playing with my kids. That all goes along with running this business. And at first I was like trying to like have the business, but it was just like, I'm just going to do the business activity tracker and just go along my way and just hope that this works. And then when I realized I could actually make money, I was like, it was like a whole, a whole different ball game at this point. Right. So like, okay, now it's a business. Now I'm going to make the sacrifice that I need to make to get to where I want to go. So the first thing I always do is like, I always write down my goals. That's huge. So I have a binder that I work from and in the front of the binder is my goals for the month. So how many coaches do I want to have at success club? How many, um, how many success club points do I want to have? How many, um, coaches do I want to onboard? How many rank advancements do I want to have in my downline? Um, and actually I used to have my goals first, but now I have my team's goals first. So like you'll see when I open my binder, it's about my team and my team's goals are right in front of me and each coach, I know what their goal is at the beginning of the month. And that is right in front of me so that I'm making sure as a leader that they're also on track with where they want to go. And I will tell them about it. I will be honest with them. I am like, I'm a straight shooter, like straight to the point. Like there's not sugarcoating with me. So I see it on the paper and every day, and then there's my goals after that. So I'm always trying to put my team's goals ahead of mine. Um, and then the next thing is I write my, my list out every single day. So every single day I work from a list. Um, and again, I used to use the timer system, you know, like whenever I very, very first started my business, but, um, now of course I have like a certain number that I want to hit every single day. And I was looking for it, but I found an old list from literally October of last year that said success club 30 on the top corner. Like I've been doing it for that long. Um, so every day I wake up and I write my list. I write the day of the week. I write my affirmations. I'm a great mom. I'm a great wife. I make X amount of dollars a week and this is my rank. Okay. So I write those affirmations as if they already happened. Um, and as if I already was, cause I am a big believer in that. And you might be rolling your eyes, but I'm telling you, if you would just, instead of just listening to it and being like, oh, I've heard that a million times, like go home and actually implement it and just see what happens. Cause it's going to be a game changer for you. Okay. Um, and then I write my goal at the top of the page. So like today it tells me to hit success club. I wake up every day to hit success club. I don't hit success club monthly. I hit it daily. So that is written on the top of my paper. 
And then I have how many coaches I want to recruit per day. Um, and you know, my team is actually small. I just started really upping my recruit numbers, but I have a very small team. We're just very close. And my team is like amazing. Like they're so great. So as far as what I do on a daily basis, I follow 500 people a day, which for you guys might seem like a lot. And my profile is private. And that is part of the reason why I have to increase those follow numbers. Um, I still remember the first time I told Alyssa and Alyssa that I followed 500 people a day. She's like, you're doing what? She's like, no wonder why you're getting blocked. They think you're a bot. How are you following that many people? And it's like, literally, I'm just breaking it up. So I'm going into like, I, I used to reference like every time you go to the bathroom, instead of thinking about going to the bathroom, you want to add to your network, whether it be on Facebook or Instagram. And you don't even need to do 500 people right now. If you just Every time you go to the bathroom, you implement that follow and that adding to your network, that is going to all add up over time. I already know you're on your phone when you're in the bathroom. Don't lie. <laughs> so just do it. You know, you're already in there. Just make it happen. Um, private message people, happy birthday every single day. I make sure I'm posting on my social media every day. I am a very fitness related person. I always have been. So all of my social media is fitness. So like if you were on my, my Instagram, cause some of you I think are on there, uh, it's all fitness. And that's just the way that I am. Cause that's just who I am. So I just, fitness is how I lead. And then I get them into my challenge group. And then I, um, of course, offer the coaching opportunity. Every single person gets offered the opportunity seven days in. And I think that's also a game changer, whether they are struggling, whether they are not struggling, they get asked if they want to be a part of the coaching opportunity. And the reason why is because you have to catch people quick. Like if you wait and three weeks in and they've failed or they're not really, they haven't, they've done it like halfway. Cause we all know we have those challengers. We have the ones that come in and they're rocking it and they're awesome. And they're your dream coach. And then we have the other ones that you're either dragging or they're not answering you or whatever. And you're checking messages. And so one thing that I've implemented that I've seen a lot of success with is after seven days, do you want to be a coach? And it's, again, it's just like the implementation strategy. I know a lot of the time people are looking to me for like a crystal ball answer or like think that I'm a unicorn, but I'm not. It is really just the hard work and just implementing the practices that have been put in front of me. So after seven days, you want to make sure you're asking everybody if they want to coach, like, and implement the, implement that, like, no matter what. Um, and then I invite 50 people a day, um, between 30 and 50, because I, I don't quote invite. I did see a question pop up in the chat, like, do you build relationships? We are in the relationship building business. If you're not making friends and you're trying to sell to people constantly, you're going to have a really hard time. I don't send a single cold invite, not a single cold invite. All of my invites are from my story viewers and my posts. Every single day when I get up in the morning, I wake up and I go to my story viewers and I call like what I weed through there. So like I go through my stories and I go through those viewers and I like and comment on all of their stuff every single day. It takes me between 40 minutes and an hour per day to do one media because I do both Facebook and Instagram. It should be the longest part of your day because that and those viewers are your audience and those are the people that are already coming to you. So they're already, you know, they're already in your store. And yes, even if you've invited them, you still want to go to their profile and like and comment because all of my success club points are not from people that are coming to me, people that were sent to me. Most of the time, 
all of my success club points are from months ago when I either had a conversation and got ghosted or I, you know, invited and did not get answered. And I do think the true reason for that is because whenever you're going through those stories, if you're doing your job on stories and you're sharing your fitness and you're sharing your results and you're getting results, and then you're also being extremely relatable in your, you know, endeavors, whenever these people are watching you and you're liking and commenting on their stuff, they are naturally going to be inclined to join you because they feel like they already know you. And that's huge. That is huge. So whenever someone comes to me and says, I'm ready for info, chances are I already know their kids. They were on vacation. You know what I mean? I already know. And that I think as a business owner is really key. It's like somebody who keeps coming into your store. Like we've all done it. Like you go to the mall and like you look at this really cute shirt, but you're not sure. Cause you think you might see something better somewhere else. So you go in and you're like, I like that. And then you leave. And then you're like, man, I really like that shirt. And then three weeks later you go back and you're like, dang, you don't have that shirt anymore. I really like that. I should have snagged it. It's the same situation here. Although we are not necessarily salespeople, we kind of are. And it's our job to be extremely consistent, extremely relatable, and consistently developing those relationships with the people that are watching you. Um, the other thing I do is follow up. I used to be really sucky at this and I've kind of corrected it. And I, I just want to say like, I have binge watched Melanie's podcast for my entire business. I just want to let you guys know that. And so does my entire team. And like, I remember hearing her say like the gold's in the follow-up and I'm like, there's no way because no one ever answers my follow-up. That is a crock of crap. I, it's not working. And then I realized what I was doing wrong. So I was taking other people's follow-ups and copy pasting them to my people. And like, I remember once was like, I did this follow-up and it was like, ah, there's $20 off packages. And I like sent it to all the people. And I'm like, why did you do that? No one answered. And it's because I sounded like the person who gave the follow-up example. I encourage you to switch your invite around and switch your follow-ups to sound like yourself because I have a follow-up now. I get a 98% success rate off of my follow-up because it sounds like me because it's me. So if you were, if you had a friend who came to your yard sale and they came up to your table and you were like, it's $5 and they were standing there and they were like, and you're like, dude, it's $5. Like, that's exactly what I would say to my friend. Like, hello, are you there? And so whenever I'm doing my follow-ups, I try to pretend like literally my friend came to my yard sale and that it's obviously professional. Like I don't say, dude, are you there? But it still sounds like me. Okay. So make sure your follow-ups really sound like you and that you're, I do my follow-ups 24 hours later and I keep it super simple. So if I sent a voice clip, I'm like, Hey, did you listen to that? Like, did that come through? Okay. Um, and then 30 days later. So I don't really follow up like a whole lot. Um, I used to, but I don't anymore. I know that my coaches and my downline usually do one day, three days, seven days, one month. I don't, I do, I do one 24 hours and then a month because I've seen success with that personally. And I feel like you kind of have to find your sweet spot there, but don't just not do the follow-ups because you know, we have to do those. And then, um, I put up my stories. I respond to people on my posts and then my connecting I do. So like I'll go to my friends list and I'll type in a letter, which is like letter A, and then I'll go down the line and I'll like on three people's pictures and comment on one person's picture or the same person, you know, and then I'll write down where I left off. And then the next day I go back. Now I have the luxury of paying somebody to do that. And it is wonderful. And I love it, but I actually still do it. I don't know why I like always make myself get in 15 minutes. But that connecting is going to bring more people to your media. And I did it for 30 minutes for 16 months. 
So I just hired somebody to do that. That is not something that has been a regular thing for me. I've always done the workload myself to, up to this point. Um, but connecting, I think, is something that is really duplicatable and that I can kind of like give to somebody else to do. But I, I still do it, like I said, a little bit. Now, that's it. That's a day. That's a day in my life, literally. And I, I always work from a list. I use check boxes so that um, I'm not losing track of my numbers. Like, so I'm a pen and paper person. I was going to laugh, but this is what it looks like. So it's just these little check boxes. There's my self affirmations, my goals for the day. And those check boxes really work for me because I have, I just hired childcare. She's here two days a week, but up to this point, I've literally been doing my list in between loads of laundry and business is numbers. It's just numbers. And once you realize that the better off you're going to be. And so I realized at one point what I was doing was only going to get me so far. So and the only thing I could possibly do is increase my reach and my numbers, which is by doing more work, right? So the list really helps me stay on track so that every single day, up to when I had childcare, I'm just going through and I'm checking off the box. And oh, you follow 100 people, check off the box. You follow this person, check off the box. Like, and then hustling, of course, during nap time. But that's it. That's just a day. And so basically all I do is the BAT on steroids. So imagine just the business activity tracker on steroids because that's literally all my list is. And it's just putting the numbers and the action behind what I actually want to do. Um, I, I also advertise for two different boot camps a month, which I think helps because it helps. I don't advertise for the coaching opportunity, which I'm not going to really recommend that to anyone because sometimes I wish that I, I wish that it's a, I don't think it was a very smart business decision is what I'm going to tell you because I am someone who constantly kicks my own butt and I constantly get on myself about stuff. And now I'm at this point in my business where I have so much belief in it that I just want to like literally scream it from the rooftops, go on a fire truck around the neighborhood like Santa and just sprinkle my business everywhere. But now I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Because I'm going to confuse the crap out of my market. They're so used to seeing this fitness. I have my audience so trained that now they're going to be like, whoa, what is going on with this girl? You know? And so if I could, you know, give you guys a piece of advice, it would be to still advertise for the coaching opportunity and consistently talk about that now so that you're already watering the seeds that are in your challenge group. That is like a, something I need to jump over right now that I'm going through. So I do advertise for two boot camps. I'm not saying you can't, but I'm saying that's probably smarter to do boot camp and coaching opportunity for sure. Um, that's it. That's, that's my life summed up. You know, Carrie, I think what you could do is because your audience knows you so much for fitness, I think a big thing like you could actually do is be like, Hey, you guys, like, did you know, like I actually can help you achieve your health and fitness goals. But if you've been watching me, if you've had results with me, um, if you love health and fitness and would like to like, do, you know, I act, this is my business. I actually get paid to do this. Like, I think that's how I would bridge that gap. And then I would actually make a post like what you just said about going around the neighborhood on a fire truck, like screaming, sprinkling this to everybody. Like, I think that should be a post that you do. Um, and just talking about that, like unapologetically, because I guarantee there are people that follow you that are looking for an income opportunity and they just need you to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been noticing like my followers, like some people I've invited before, like coaching and I'm like, well, good job, Carrie. Yeah. You know, but I, I've yeah. noticed that it's definitely a gap that I've, yeah. that I definitely need to, um, you know, bridge for sure.
Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely do that. I would totally do that. That's like, and I think it's not, it isn't going to turn people away if you are just like, you just kind of work it in there, you know, like, you know how it's like, I have to do my transformation post. It's like, there's always a business post every week. And maybe it's Thursday. Maybe it's Thursday when it's payday that you start to talk about what this business has done for you. And then like when the numbers come out, it's like, holy cow, our team is number seven in the company. Like that kind of stuff is going to get, cause your followers are connected to you. It's a community. So I think that would be so powerful. Mm-hmm. Your recruiting would just go boom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay. So a couple of things. Um, I think the biggest thing too is like five adding 500 people a day, right? So when you think about how do you add people, is there, I'm just going to ask you some questions. Like, where do you go to find these people? How do you find these people on Facebook? How is that different from Facebook versus an Instagram kind of a thing? So my Facebook's private. So I actually have a limit there. And what I kind of do is I kind of kill two birds with one stone. So as I'm doing my happy birthdays on Facebook, my Facebook ads are very small. I only add 30 people a day before I was maxed on my network. I was adding like a mad woman, by the way, I was going to like pages, community pages. I was going to friends. I was going to wherever I could get my name out there. I was getting it out there. Like there was literally no the foot was on the gas and it was not going anywhere. Like Facebook was like blocking me from adding like every other day and I did not care. Um, So now I only do 30. So I just do my happy birthdays. And as I'm doing my happy birthdays, I look at the people and if they're my people, they stay and I go to their friends list. If I have like, you know, obviously I'm not gonna just go to this person and just add all their friends where I have one mutual friend. I probably don't have a lot in common with that. But I do have common, like if there's like a picture of her kids and they're, you know, in a pool or having fun, I'll go, I'll see who liked it. I'll see who commented on it. Oh, does this person look like my person? Yep. I'm going to add them, you know, and I do add within my target market. So, you know, younger moms, which I'm not really that young anymore, but you know, younger moms or moms that are local, like whatever, stuff like that. Instagram is kind of like my sweet spot. I really love it over there. So I just think about places. So like, for instance, my son is five and before the Corona hits, he, he's a sickly kid and he's never got to play sports. So I was really excited. I'm like, all right, he gets to play happy feet soccer. I'm so excited. And so I was Instagramming like happy feet soccer in different, of course, like in Pittsburgh, in Shaler, in wherever it may be. And I was going through and just following their followers because the reason why you're going to be following happy feet soccer, I hope is because you have a child who's my son's age. So just really thinking about where my target market takes their kids, where my target market hangs out, where my target market goes out to eat, where my target market shops. I don't go to the famous bloggers and follow all their followers. Cause I do think that is a massive waste of time. Um, and I think at, at the point in your business, unless you're like super good to go playing small, like small game a little bit, like think about the little man, like think about the little diner that could use your support on their posts or think about the, you know, like for me, when I very first started doing this fall thing, it was the strip district. Yeah. So I was like thinking about places in the strip and cooking on their name and just following their followers. And over time, it just all compounds. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. And just not overthinking it, I think is, is important is you don't overthink it. I will also say not following other coaches is 
critical like to your business, right? Like when you think about your news feed, your news feed should be full of people that you are connecting with, not full of people that you are comparing yourself to, right? Yeah. It's the thing that, that I've run into is that like, I have, you'll notice that some of you, I might've accepted and then removed you. And the reason why for that is because they're always on my stories. And when I do my story leading, I don't want any extra people on there. It takes me so long. And if I have like 30 coaches and I'm inviting all of you, like if I go to your page and I'm like, I accidentally invite, there was a girl I accidentally invited. She didn't even have anything on her page related to coaching. She's like, I'm already a coach. I'm like, well, wouldn't have known. Sorry. You know? So it's like that, that part of my day, that story weeding that I do seriously takes me so long. And so I don't want anyone extra on there, but it's, it's the same thing. Like having all the coaches, they engage in your posts and then they're up on your newsfeed. And then that's all I'm seeing when I pick up my phone. Right. Story weeding. Mm-hmm. What you've got. So for those that don't know what that means, will you just go back and say that again? Cause I feel like people may have missed that at the beginning too. So I always go through my viewers and so I go to my story viewers and I flip up the button and then I go to every single person. So like a thousand viewers a day on Instagram, every single person I'm going through liking and commenting on their pictures. Mm-hmm. And then I also do like a, my invite process is probably differentiates it. You know, I tell, I have a genuine connection with somebody and then two days later they get invited by me. Yeah. So it's genuine connection, two days later invite. And so at that point, that story weeding takes me so long. Every single person is getting liked and commented on, responded to their stories genuine connection or invited or followed up with. So that process of my day is absolutely the longest piece. Mm -hmm. That is like the money maker right there. Yep. It is definitely the money maker. That's where I noticed the most income, the most SC is coming from the stories Mm -hmm. and So new, like even just as a new coach, like I was trying to put myself back into like my shoes when I first started. So when you're first building your business, you know, you're getting a lot of rejections, right? So how do you, when you first started, what was kind of your mindset of, oh my gosh, this person ghosted me or, oh my gosh, this person said no, or this person, you know, gave like unfollowed me or blocked me. Like, how did you work through that like rejection at the beginning to kind of keep going to know like, okay, I I see the vision. I know where I'm going. Yeah. So I actually really, I really can put myself in people's shoes there because I am a stressed out person and I see it in my downline. Now I'm like, I know how I ended up with you. You're me, you know, but like at first it was super stressful. And I remember like crying tears to my husband. I'm like, I'm devastated. Like I'm, they're ghosting me. They're supposed to feel a link out and not. And every single time I thought about throwing the towel in every single time I thought about somebody ghosting me every single time I thought about any of that. First of all, I am, and this is going to really suck for you, but I imagined myself or I actually did going and saying to my children, I'm really sorry. I'm discouraged because one person didn't fill out their link. So I'm going to quit now. Mm. And like that, whenever I, whenever that comes out of my mouth to my kids, it rings completely different. But on top of it, like I, over time with like personal development, obviously I do a lot of like motiversity on YouTube, like it's literally, you're like a linebacker. Like I started to develop this linebacker mindset. First you stick, then you move. First you stick, then you move every single morning. Like 
stick and move. You tell me no next, you tell me no next. And if you train your mind to say, every time somebody tells you no, every time you get ghosted next, next, Mm-hmm. Like literally I sit there all day and it still happens to me. I still get ghosted. I still have people not answer. I still get rejected. I still have people be rude. I still have people, whatever. Those people do not matter. They don't matter in this life right now. The only person who matters is the person that's telling you yes. And the person that has already told you yes. So like that is it. And it's really just moving that focus. Cause if I sat there and focused about all the people that are rejecting me, all the people that are ghosting me, I would be a very miserable human and a terrible business owner because it's your focus on the wrong thing, you know? And at first, like I said, it's hard because you want to focus on all those no's because it feels like failure. Yeah. But if you focus on the yes instead and work for the yes, like every single day, don't go to sleep until you get a yes. Mm-hmm. That is going to change your business. I refuse to go to sleep until I give out a price still, you know, like, got to get that yes every single day. And whenever you're searching for the yes, instead of searching for the, and thinking about the no, you'll go further. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It just is mindset work. It is really just a lot of personal development and knowing your path. I mean, and just also knowing that you're not the only one that this happens to, but there has to be like, uh, there is almost like a robotic like system you have to come up with where you would detach the emotional outcome. Like once people say yes, then you can help them, but you have no control over what people do if they aren't saying yes. And that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rebecca did ask, like, are you only connecting for two days? Like, and then inviting, like, do people get turned off by the quick invite? No. I mean, I, I, I have a business to run. If you're on my stories, you're getting an invite. I, I rarely have people like, I couldn't even tell you the last person that yeah. rude to me, yeah. but I also think it has a lot to do with like your mind. So like if, if inviting after two days feels yucky to you, you probably shouldn't do it. It yeah. won't work for you. You already feel weird about it. I don't. Yeah. If I notice on Facebook that somebody just accepted my friend request, like the day before or something. Cause Facebook stories are a little slower for me. I won't usually invite them because they're brand new on my, you know, but Instagram to me, it's like a different ball game. Like people come there to buy people come there to look at a fitness influencer. People come there to look at what you're doing. People they're there for that. Right. So you're there for it. And so am I. So you want some more information on my group or not? <laughs> like, you know, that's how I feel about it. And it, it, it feels good to me. It doesn't feel yucky or weird. And I think the more that you focus on, like, do people get turned off? The more people are going to be turned off. You have to focus on, I got a business to run. Yeah. If you're in my store. I'm going to ask you what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you, are you writing all those names down of people you make connections with? What's, no. no. Yeah. You just track that you did X amount of connections. You just, I, yeah, right. I just check out the box. And then the only people that get written on my paper are people who I've told yes to, which Another thing I wish I would have done is developed an email list because ugh, I've lost so many people in my, in my tracks. You know, I, I write the names down, but it would be smartest for me to say that if you don't have an email list before, whenever somebody tells you yes, ask them for their email and then start if they then start your spiel. Cause I have lost so many people not having an email list and not being able to read my own writing half the time. Um, but if someone says yes, that's when I write their name down essentially. Got it. And then for follow-ups, you don't have a system. Do you track your follow-ups? I just write follow-up on the paper and then 
I tracked the day before. So like I go back and I say, well, who did I talk to yesterday? Oh, I talked to her. Did she answer my message? Did yeah. she, did she answer my message yep. or whatever? Right. I love that. Um, there was one other thing. Oh, social media. This was one thing. So how does, when you're thinking about what you're going to post each day, what goes through your mind? Like, how do you say I'm posting this because it connects to this? Like what is sort of like, do you have like a, I don't know, thought process strategy that kind of goes along with your social. So I wish that I would be able to give this answer out because it's <laughs> so hard to teach somebody to market. And it's even in my own team. I see some of their posts and I'm like, why would you post that? Yeah. You know, but it's one of those things as a leader, I know they have to work through it. And I know as far as like my thought process, like I've tried to like think about this so I could duplicate it, but truth be told, I do not think there is an easy way to teach somebody to market or inspire them to market. All of my marketing comes from my personal development, driving in the car, the shower, yelling at my husband, conversations I'm having with challengers who decided not to be a challenger and my own personality. My best advice to you is stop thinking about your posts and just let it flow sister, because you're, you're thinking, what should I post today? I don't know what to post. And there's days I feel uninspired and I've actually found it counterproductive to post when I'm not inspired, because then I feel like I'm literally taking spaghetti, throwing it at the wall and expecting it to stick. Right. I have to post when I'm super inspired. And when I'm like, really like in my, in my vibes, you know? So like I'll blast my music when I'm about to post, I'll, you know, like I said, in the shower and then like, I'll be driving and I'll like write down a post idea or something, some, something somebody said to me, something that I was motivated by in my PD. Yep. And it's just all comes from your personality. Like whenever you post, like after this call, like go to your wall and see, like, do my posts sound like I'm talking to my friend or do they sound like I just wrote a business flyer? And don't get me wrong, there is a time and place for a business flyer because you'll notice that like every month, once a week usually, I do like a very strong call to action where it tells you exactly what I offer in my groups. Workouts, meal planning, recipes, whatever it may be that I want to include that month. It all goes onto my post once a week for sure, no matter what. But it's not just that message me if you want more information. There's always like a chunk at the top that has like a story of the week and then, or something how I'm feeling, you know, it's just all me and myself. And so my best advice with posts is just be you because that's, who's going to pull your people in. Yeah. You know? Yep. I agree. Personal development is like hands down where I get all my content, but also in conversations. I always have a notebook sitting beside me and, you know, I'm writing down what, what my people are saying when I'm having conversations, cause that's my content, you know, I'm handling objections right, right in the post too. So it's always like when you're in it and you're talking to people, you know what they need to hear, you know, what's going to help them. And that is just practice. Yeah. Um, okay. I do want to ask you a question about just team building a team, because obviously going from, you know, new coach to top 10 didn't happen overnight, but you're also like rapidly producing leaders. And so I just, you know, what are some of the things that you are doing that are helping your team to like be just as in fire as you are? Is it, 
Like here's just a couple of things. Is it like, it's not high numbers. You said I'm not recruiting a high number of new coaches, but there is something you are doing that is working. So what do you feel like it is that's working for you to get people motivated to work? Right. I mean, yeah. Cause I think I have less than like 20 coaches. That's if- insane. So, you know, I think one of the biggest things, number one, leading by example mm-hmm. and creating the community, you know, in your threads and the one-to-one that you're giving to your coaches, like that mentorship and that true like human connection that they really need and knowing why they're here, number one. And so if someone comes to me and they say, you know, I want to build, and I think too, like being unapologetically, extremely clear what it takes in the business is huge. Sometimes, and I've seen this in my own coaches and my own new leaders, I find that we might say to ourselves as a leader, well, you know, I don't want to tell them that because then I'll push them and then they're going to quit. And I don't want them to quit because I really need coaches right now. Like that is self-limiting bullcrap, And it's just a total disservice to them 100%. And I learned that really like later in my business, my coach, she's been with me the longest and she was my first coach. The only business post I ever posted, she went an entire year sitting on the ledge and coaching. She went diamond. She lost it. And it was about August. I was in Starbucks drive through and I noticed that her entire downline was torched and she was hardly an emerald. And at that moment, I realized that I, as a leader was totally failing my team. And I decided at that moment that from every single thing that goes on in my downline is my problem and my fault. And I took full responsibility for it. I started really telling them exactly what it took. Like, If you said you wanted to be a diamond, you did not do what needed done. You're not going to be a diamond. Do you want to make more money or do you not want to make more money? Because you're not going to make that much being an Emerald coach. So I took that pressure off of my own rank saying, well, she goes diamond. Then I go once there. And it's like, no, it's about you now. And if you want to build a big business diamond, you're going to have to get there. You're going to have to get to star diamond. And so on my team, it's not really necessarily like doing like a rank push or like, it's more of like, it's not a negotiation. Do you want to build a business? Because if you do, like you say you did, you're going to have to rank advance. You're going to have to do all the things. And there's been people I've lost that way. And that's their, that's their loss. Because, you know, if you come to me and you say you want to build a big business, I have to tell you exactly what that's going to take, especially if you want to do it quickly. You know, somebody's okay with building slower then I let them, I coach them. I coach everybody according to what they want to do. But if they say to me and the girls that I get want to build a big business, it is really straight across the board. And I think keeping them motivated is all about being a leader and doing, being in the trenches. You know, I can't say to them rank advance. If I'm not rank advancing, I can't say to them, hold your rank. If I'm not holding my own, you know, or, or you should be at success club 30. If I'm at 15, that doesn't even make sense. So I try to tell them like, if I'm getting a success club point, my team knows I have a link out success club 90. This is club 92. Like, and I tell them as I'm doing every single thing so that I'm not dragging them, but I'm standing and I'm in leading from the front. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge for them. Yeah. Do you do the, do you do that in a team page or is that a group message thread? Thread. Yeah. So everything is in, and are these your PS working coaches or downline in a thread? So my team thread's gotten pretty big because of my coaches getting, you know, which I'm still trying to like figure that out. Um, most recently have my threads like separated, which is working. And then my general team thread um, is just everyone. Like anyone who wants to be a part of the family can be in there. 
I don't know if that's necessarily, again, the best decision because it is so big and very chatty and I've had people get overwhelmed by it, um, which is kind of why I've been recently like breaking things up a little bit. But I do think that like at first when I was really in the trenches, like getting my solid five and then getting my solid 10, it's more of like, you have, like, you have to lead from the front and continuously be that example. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. And I will say the no BS. And I think that is something that coaches don't find easy to do. It is, if you want to build a business, this is what you need to do. And you can't be afraid to tell people that it's work. Because if you are, if you are saying, oh, it's easy, anybody can do it, right? What are you putting out there? You're putting out the vibe that it doesn't require work. And so you're, you're you know, people are, they're going to quit eventually. So you might as well just black and white, tell them what they need to do ahead of time. Because if they're not cut out for it, it's better that they move on and just stay a loyal customer instead of building a business sooner than later. Otherwise you're investing time and dragging people along in the process that aren't really willing to do what it takes. So I think that black and white is super helpful and it's not gonna be for everybody. Carrie, you know that, like you see people come and go and that's okay, right? But I love that you mentor people where they're at, um, whatever kind of coach they wanna be, you just kind of meet them in that moment. And I think that's awesome. So yeah, um, what else? What other things, let's see. Other questions that you guys might have. So it's really, let's see, what do you tell your own coaches that are scared to invite to coaching? How did you get here? <laughs> you know, and honestly, whenever people say to me, like, I'm afraid to do this, I'm like, well, I'm really sorry to hear that because you're going to have a really hard time building a business because yeah. you're not going to be able to do it without that. Right. So, and then I, I usually, I tell them, I do have a soul. So let's start with just one. Can you just pick one person that you think would be good at coaching? Just one person, yeah. you know? So then they start small. Like I, I do try to remind my team, like, I actually do have a soul. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm, I'm not this, like, I'm on this like block up. Like I get it. I've been there. When I started my business, I didn't want to invite anyone. I thought everyone was going to come to me, you know? And, um, that's a very rude awakening. So like, if someone says to you, they want to build a business and then they say, I'm in, I'm afraid to invite to coaching. Well, you said this and now you're acting this, you know, so you have to want this more than you want the actual fear in itself and just know that it does get easier. So start with one person and then maybe next, the next day, how about two? And then the next day, three. And then if you're getting really uncomfortable, we'll stop for a minute, take the weekend off from biting from the opportunity and we'll pick back up on Monday. But as far as challenge groups go, I make my coaches invite to those every single day. I don't make them, but I push that because I do think that still too, your coaches will come from your challengers most of the time, the best ones. And so mm -hmm. I really try to stick to that and enforce those every day. Yeah. It's awesome. It's momentum. Everything is momentum driven and everything in this business specifically rises and falls on the leader's energy. So if you are bringing energy into your team page, your team is feeding off of that, whether it's team page chats, challenge groups, if your challenge groups are not like, if they're not chatting and talking, I truly do believe that's a direct reflection on us as, as the coaches and what we're doing. We have to change things up if we aren't getting the results, you know, and, and I don't know, are you the same way, Carrie, like with your challengers too? I am. And I, I do think it's all energy. It's all energy driven. Like yeah. I actually lost, I think three diamonds this month. 
um, between my first and first business center and second business center. And I woke up the one morning and the girl messaged me and she's like, you know, I just, I don't want to do the business anymore. She's like, I'm buying a house and blah, blah, blah. And I was at first, like, I was like devastated. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm losing a diamond. Like I was so upset. And then I realized like, I can either let this, you know, direct me in a way that it's going to affect me and my entire team for the rest of the week and be miserable. Or I can just say, listen for her. Now I got to get another diamond over there. That's it. You know? And I do think that a lot of the time, you know, your energy and how you're, what kind of food you're putting into your body, what kind of workouts you're doing, all of it is such a go together. When I look at this business, I think, why wouldn't everybody do this the right way? Yeah. Why wouldn't everybody, I cannot even comprehend why people wouldn't just do it. Yeah. Like all of the things, like just, cause it just, it makes you better as a human. It makes you better as a mom and as a wife. And then on top of it, you're literally building a life by design, which is like wonderful in itself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You guys, it's, it's not rocket science. It just is hard work, very disciplined, very focused. Um, and it is doing the vital behaviors, just literally like 10 Xing it, uh, with your head down and, you know, just being very black and white. And it's like, I help you if you match my effort and intensity, whether you're a challenger, whether you're a coach, whether you're brand new or you're a diamond that that's across the board. I mean, you look at the way even our whole organization is, those are the principles we live by. So you're not missing out on anything. And the cool part is like, I love that your Instagram and Facebook are actually private, which is a true testament that you don't need to have public accounts with huge, ginormous amounts of followers, you know, to be able to build a very successful, thriving business. And so that doesn't need to be a roadblock. Like you guys, it's just like remove the roadblocks and run towards your goals because it's not even halfway through 2020 yet. A lot can happen. So Carrie, where were you this time last year? What was your rank? Diamond. What was, what switched, what changed? Were you, so, you guys asked me if I want to be a part of an elite push. And I was like, well, I really don't care. I don't even, I don't even know how I got the top 10 because I don't even care about the top 10. I'm just one, I'm a money driven person, you know? So whenever you guys said elite, I'm like, I don't want to be elite. I don't even care about elite, just recognition. I've never been on an airplane. I'm not flying out to summit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then someone said there's a $500 bonus. And I was like, $500? Now I got to go late. So I like mapped it out. And like when I mapped out my business in the way that you showed us in the elite push, like I got that trifold board again, just implementation, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I had both my kids hold it. I took a picture of it. I had my whole business mapped out and you said double the goal. So I knew I needed to be five star elite and I was only a diamond. So I put 10 star elite on my board. Mm -hmm. And I had 10 coaches and I had names of coaches that I had no, not even spots for. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm, I'm going to just reverse engineer it. And then when I realized, oh my gosh, like this is not hard. It's just work. It's not hard. It's literally not a hard job. It's just work. It's just doing this stuff. So I started seeing that I could build a team and I could get to two-star. And then when I got two-star and I had my second business center and I started seeing that income jump, my confidence in the business went through the roof, Mm -hmm. through the roof, because that income jump from diamond to two-star man is a game changer. It was for me. And when I built the CBC, of course, you know, and after that, I'm like, okay, now I got to get, now I got to keep going, keep going, keep going, you know, and 
I really think that's just it. I think that goal setting and reverse engineering is like a game changer. Yes, it absolutely is. Absolutely. It is. And getting to two star is essential. And think about like the fact that you put SC 100 under a second business center, you are, you're like crushing your weak leg volume because of that business decision. Like Mm -hmm. it's so smart. So it's not just getting the second business center, but it's the fact that you always are doubling your goals. You're always upping the, upping the bar for yourself and getting to elite and getting to even top 10. I even think about myself when I first did it, you know, and I was, I was same exact thing, Carrie. I was like, I'm mentoring my coaches. I'm helping them have success. I'm teaching them exactly what I'm doing. I'm just 10 Xing it. And so that truly, you're just doing your job. That's why you are where you are. You're doing what, what this, what it was designed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You guys, um, Thank you so much, Carrie, for being a part of our team call today. I just think you're doing a phenomenal job. I love that you just are full of so much heart and soul and passion and you're doing it just in such an incredible way. We're totally cheering you on. It's so fun to to see all the success that you have had and we're going to be here for you rooting for you next year. We'll be in the audience when you're up on stage for top 10. We're so excited for you. (laughs) It is going to happen. What is your end of year goal, by the way? I want to be a 15 star in both my centers. Ooh, that's so, awesome. 15 in both. Okay. All right. <laughs> You've been like advancing a diamond a week. So I feel like it's going to happen. Yeah. That is awesome. for, try to do a diamond a week, every single week. Okay. So what does that mean to you? What does being double 15 star mean to you? Paying off all my debt and bringing my husband home. Love it. 100%. Like I'll cry every time I talk about it. I'm doing it. Like, I don't care. Like I say we're paying off the house taking care of my mom and you're out of work. My husband works crazy hours. He's never home. So what would he do if he was home? Have you talked? I don't know, but like we've been able to come to the conversation because like at this point in our life, he could walk away. Yeah. We would just have our debt still, you know, but like I, we could live totally comfortable on my income, which is amazing by the way. Um, and I, I tell him, I'm like, what do you want to do? And the poor man can't even come up with an answer. Yeah. He's been working since he's been, you know, 15 years old and Mm-hmm. he's in the restaurant industry. And so he's like working like 12 hour shifts. Like even whenever the kids go to school, he's going to be working every weekend. And I'm like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I don't know. And so now he's thinking about coaching. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he gets to figure it out. He's got some time to figure yeah. it out, but it, it's so cool that you've been able to gift that you know, in your marriage, in your relationship and to your kids for them to watch you, um, create this. And they're so little. So they're kind of watching you grow up. And I know my boys don't know any different. They just, they just know Beachbody. They know this is life, you know? Um, so it's so cool to, to see that happen. So, all right, you guys, was that not the most amazing team call ever? Legit love what she says about story weeding. I hope that you guys go back and re-listen and really let it sink in what she said during this call today because she talked about just how incredibly important it is to be very black and white in your business, but to not take things personally, to be bold, to not sugarcoat things and tell people exactly what is required to be successful. 
but I love that she is so laser focused on, I am here to connect and find new people, build relationships. And if you're on my page, you're getting an invite because I'm a business and this is what I do. And I love it. I love the way she approaches her, her coaching business. And I love the way she leads her team with that same passion and excitement and fire. Uh, and I can't wait for you guys to check it out. And the cool part is, is that Carrie listened to my podcast and she's listened to it from day one. So I'm so excited that I, from afar, was able to provide her some mentorship. So you guys, if you want to build a rock solid network marketing business, if you want to grow a, a business that generates revenue, you've got to check out um, Carrie. She is amazing. She's rising to the top. She's number seven. No joke. I'm sure she'll be number five, number two, number one, maybe top coach. Um, but we are cheering her on. So if you love today's episode, tag, tag Melanie Mitro in your Instagram stories. Um, it's at Carrie with two kids is her Instagram account, although it's private. Um, so you can check her out on Facebook as well, but she is a rock star. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next week.